I don't either, really. I, I used to see, you know, and used to get on here all the time. Now it's like I'll go days without signing into it. Is that Skype? Uh, no. Oh, God, I you signed into Skype. Like, <laughs> just when we do this. Oh. Uh, so no, what's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, YouTube. Oh. Back before the days of, of having Netflix and all that and listening to podcasts and having music apps and all that. I used to be on YouTube all the time. Now it's like I'll go days at a time without without checking it. See for me that's that's part of that's that's the morning. That's part of my morning routine is uh, I open YouTube and I watch like some college humor videos and maybe some clips from the daily show. Before school. Like, before school, yeah. Or before whatever I'm going to do that day, before getting out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) I push waking up until the very last possible minute, and I'm often Mm -hmm. late because of it. (laughs) See, I used to be that guy, and now I have a kid, so it's no longer up to me most (laughs) of the time. Yeah, I can't quite push it till till being late because the days when I have to work, wake up early, I have to wake up early because I have to go and open the pharmacy. Mm. So Uh, if I was late. Um, if I made being late a routine or like more than like a once in like a six month type of thing, it would get me talked to real quick. Mm. But I do push <laughs> it normally till the last minute. Normally there's multiple snoozes involved. Oh yeah. I have like 11 alarms that happen. <laughs> that makes me feel a little bit better. I'm not quite that bad. There's, I have it on my phone and then, um, I have the lady in a tube play me different music at different times. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. I have to do that now that I have a lady in the tube in the room with me. Do you have a dot or a spot? Is, um, I actually, since I had a sale on the Echo, I actually just got one of the Echoes. Hmm. How do you like get it to play music when you wake up? Um, in the Lady in a Tube app, you can set alarms. Slash, you can just say, wake me up at this time to this artist or to this song. Ah, or to this playlist, as mm-hmm. it were. Mm-hmm. I see. That used to not be a feature, and I had to like right. download a specific second app just for that shit to happen. But it oh. only worked part of the time, <laughs> and there was no <laughs> snooze feature. It was just on or off. Yes. <laughs> so now what I have is like at eight eight o'clock is my big wake up. So at eight o'clock is when Van Morrison comes on. So when I hear Brown Eyed Girl, I know I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. Yeah. And then if I'm real late, then the Pixies come on. <laughs> letting you know yeah that, that, that that's kind of interesting though and based on based on who you hear you know how late you're gonna be <laughs> exactly and then if i have to like for the terrible days where i have to be at work at six thirty, then it starts with some 41 and then it moves to good charlotte or the other way around i don't oh, know, to like, actually pump you up mm-hmm, and like, like some wake punk you up. music <laughs> or beastie boys <laughs> beastie boys good charlotte and some 41 <laughs> I'm watching this. I've moved on. I started the show uh, watching your YouTube channel. Have you heard? Mm-hmm. Shameless plug. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great covers, by the way. Let's just check it out. Have yes, you heard? Very U-K-E, good. like a ukulele. Um, and uh, now I've moved on to uh, 37 totally brilliant home repair tricks, which oh, most of them involve a power drill, and it's fantastic. You ever go down look at the like life hacks? things because oh, some, yeah. some of them Love are some of them are just the stupidest things you've ever seen like life hack <laughs> if you don't want a garbage can put a nail on the wall and attach a garbage bag to it 
Yeah. What? Oh, shit. <laughs> that's, that's not a life hack. It's like Doctor Steve Brule giving life hacks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> One of paper equals four of coin. <laughs> Put some vinegar on it. Did you ever think of that? <laughs> Problem with your uh, eggs getting squashed or spoiled? Stick them in the fridge, stupid. <laughs> oh shit! Making me want to go look that in those videos up. Oh yeah, you should. He, he had that short, <laughs> short-lived uh, show all of his own, and it was so good. It was so short, though. Like, was, what was it like? Gone for a month? It was like seven, like, seven-minute episodes. Yeah. It was the one. There's the. There's a meme about it. It's something about friends. So let's see. Doctor Brule friends. There was an episode where he was just trying to figure out friends, friendship. Oh, what is a friend? How do you get a friend? How do you keep a friend? How come I don't have a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh man. Not knock, even like telling you how. Just asking the questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Your friend. But I don't have any friends. <laughs> oh. oh, Dr. Brule. Oh, God. <laughs> Check it out with Dr. Brule. Bringo. Is there anything exciting happened this week? I had a couple of you things. Know, Zach, you, had, you had a normal week? I had a normal week. I mean, work was a lot busier than I, than I was expecting on Friday and Saturday. But other than that, it was a... Pretty normal week. Just been watching a whole lot of Haunting of Hill House. Huh. Ah, yes, love it. Oh God, it's so good, it's so good. Where, I have two episodes where did left. You make it to? Oh, okay, all right. I I just finished episode eight this morning. I woke up super early so that I could uh, it could still be dark when I was watching it. And no spoilers. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. No, I won't. But um, I uh, yeah. I was too tired to watch it last, uh, last night, so I just went to bed super early and decided to get up early to watch it this morning. <laughs> That's dedication there. Yes, but two episodes left. As as of right now, it's like one of my favorite TV shows ever. But we'll yeah, see. We'll see with the last two episodes. It's really well done. The last two episodes, I will say this: they leave you wanting more. Hmm. Oh, they man. like. I don't know how they can do a second season, but they've got to. <laughs> Okay, guys, sorry. I'm going to log out of the podcast and go, go watch it. Right <laughs> we, we can only go until 9.30 tonight. <laughs> Seven minutes. Go, yeah. quickly. So Zach can go to sleep and watch the show. Power, power, power talk. Yeah. <laughs> power talk. Have you started yet, CJ? Do no, you plan on starting at all? I don't no. plan to start. I'm very late. It's not like, like soul-scaring. You know, it doesn't no, like scare your soul. really good like, scares, but... Like, I think what some people have said about it being as much a drama as, like, a horror series is is true. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Though while we're on the subject, have you, because when I was, when I've been watching, I've got similar vibes from a couple or, uh, like, other horror movies, and I realize they're done by the same guy, this Mike Flanagan. So oh, interesting. Like, uh, Hill House, you might like um, Oculus and Hush, too, if you haven't seen those. I have not, but I have. I think I've seen a preview for Hush, and it, I think it looked a little scary. Yeah, it was good. Hush is that anything like The Quiet Place? Uh, no. Um, I guess similar in that they both use like sound to play the big role, but mm. no. Oh, interesting. Because she's deaf. Yeah. Huh. 
I won't say any more, but Hush and Hush <laughs> are two of my favorite horror movies, and they're, it turns out, done by the same guy. Huh. Interesting. I'll have to check those out. Yes. I think that the last time I checked, Hush, at the very least, is on Netflix. Oculus used to be, but I'm not sure if it still is. Because just yes, now, I came into some free time in the evenings. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Done with some play stuff? or? Well, yeah, now we're, since we're into shows... I have Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday off unless oh. I get called in for a marketing committee meeting. So, yeah. Huh. That's how that goes. Oculus is not anywhere. <laughs> and Hush is some... It's loading. Anyway. <sighs> so, yeah, so you get to, you get to like catch up on your, on your TV. Yeah. Yeah. Although I have very recently started taking ADD medication, and now I have almost no desire to watch TV. Really? Yeah. So you finally got that through with the uh, the doctor, right? I did. Right? Finally. Okay. Yeah. Finally. So, but Kaiser's treating me like I'm an addict, and if I want to get a refill, I have to submit another clean piss test, which is fine because I'm not <laughs> I'm not smoking anymore. So right. That's... So it'll be clean. <laughs> Jeez. But uh, he makes it a point to let me know. And I'm like, sure, dude. Like, no problem. Way to fucking kick me while I'm down. I'm just trying to better my <laughs> yeah. life. You bastard. It's cool. <laughs> what a jerk. But is it, is it I like, mean, helping with other things? I think so. I'm literally, today is my second day taking it. It's oh, sort okay. of like slowed down things. Right? If that okay. makes sense. Like, Because normally, like, my brain is firing at, like, a hundred items a second. You know what I mean? Like I'm literally thinking about multiple things at one time. And then I go off in my own thought trains and like, I never get anything done because it's also overwhelming. Right. But now that it's, it, it's weird. The first day that I took it, it felt like I was high. Like it felt like kind of slow and cloudy. And I was just like, huh, you know, but like the, the, it quieted things, if that makes sense, hmm. which is why I liked the weed. Cause it quieted everything. You know, made it so it was just like fucking cool with whatever, with doing nothing. But now I'm not cool with doing nothing. I must be doing something. But <laughs> but I can focus on that one thing for whatever, you know. That's good. Hey, can yeah. Can you leave me alone, please? Been, no, my I thought we were friends. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> my dog is just being too much. It's, you're fine. Go lay down somewhere or something. Or something. Oh, poor pup. <sighs> She wants to play. It's like 9.30 at night. <laughs> Perfect time for playing. Yeah. Ugh. So Zach, Zach um, James, we, we found this out last night. Zach skipped his high school reunion. Oh, really? Yeah, I attended. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I found I found out about it last night when CJ texted me. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, we went to Whiskey Barrel last night for their five-year anniversary, and we're walking up to the door, and we're like, why the fuck is there rap music playing? That's not, what is this shit? That's not normal cause for this cowboy bar that's all populated by 50-year-old people. Yeah. And we walk in, and it's the Lincoln 10-year reunion. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I still can't believe they chose Whiskey Barrel as the place. Well, my my reunion was at Valley Brew, so apparently that's the thing for 10-year reunions. Yeah. Let's just have it at a bar on the mile. Well, yeah, now we're old enough to drink, so fucking let's go do that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, just like mine, there were only like 40 people there, so it it didn't really warrant a whole haul or anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my grandparents... Do you regret it, Zach? 
what not going no i think i follow like three people from um three or four people from um high school on instagram and that's about it but in terms of people i know in high school <laughs> did you know bobby schreiber no oh, okay i forgot he went to lincoln i was like oh hey that's oh. bobby and then i didn't talk to him because that's how i am <laughs> yeah, well, that's why when you when you when you told me, I'm like, oh, I literally have no desire to go. There would maybe be some people I recognize and be like, oh, hey, what's up? And then I would just go and find you and just hang out with you. There was and one... I was still really tired because I drank too much the night before. <laughs> There's this one really. It was really sad to watch this one guy. Is this Asian guy who just we watched him for an hour and a half just wander around the room. And no one would like go, hey, and talk to him. He just he wandered around and stood near people, and then wandered somewhere else. Oh Jesus! And he wandered. So, oh God! Yeah, he wandered near us, and I almost wanted to talk to him, but then it was like, well, he's like maybe sort of trying to make connections with people from high school, but and I'm not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you should have totally like like played him. Like like yeah, man, Lincoln class of oh five. Remember algebra, Mister <laughs> Mister oh, Yeah. Uh, Nikatami, <laughs> Mr. Martin, remember? Yeah, he, he, he runs the theater shit there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. oh, yeah, but that, so that was interesting attending someone else's class reunion because they were all trying to hook up with each other. It was oh shit. It was major. <laughs> some major. Oh man. See that, that would have been play. fun. That would have been fun. People watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That meanwhile, that Asian cat was just looking for his old friend Zach and was wondering yeah. where he was. <laughs> you know what? It could have been. <laughs> I came because I thought Zach would be here. <laughs> oh, broke his poor little heart. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they are being pretty obnoxious, though, from what you were oh, yeah. from what you were texting. <laughs> so, Whiskey Bro was supposed to have their five-year anniversary at nine. So then, the, apparently, according according to how the owner of Whiskey Barrel thought. The reunion would be over at nine, and so obviously everyone would leave. Yeah, that happens. Ever. And then he'd be able to have his party, <laughs> and it didn't happen. So then they started playing really, really loud music, like clearly at the kids on the jukebox, like Frank Sinatra and ABBA <laughs> and stuff like that. And the kids just <laughs> talked louder. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, he should have like like opened up his private little couch chamber and like <laughs> yeah that has a bed in <laughs> it now in there. yeah exactly exactly i asked him about that and he gave me a really unsatisfying response while seeming like he was happy to tell me oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so just like hey i couldn't help but notice the other day that there's a bed in there like a whole bed set up and he was like yeah yeah we were doing some event during the day and then we had a concert that night so i brought a bed here so just in case anyone wanted to take a nap in between boy that's lame like, oh, that's not <laughs> or it's a clever cover well because the bed's still there but now the door into that room is always locked oh huh. so I don't, there's something more going on <laughs> well now now he specifically doesn't want people to nap on that bed <laughs> yeah <laughs> if that were true yeah. or you know the bartender lives there now and he can't say that because <laughs> that's <laughs> not that zoned for residents he, he, I know he has a place with roommates, and he hates all of his roommates. So it could be that some nights he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna sleep here." Dude, if I had the means to do that, not I, actually, I very much enjoy sleeping next to my wife. I, I <laughs> kind of, 
I play the little spoon most of the time. I'm like, cuddle me, cuddle me now, make me feel safe. <laughs> but if I were single and that were not the case, I would love to have a, a secret sleeping stash place. Yeah, I used to sleep at Shoba's all the time. Oh yeah, I mean you can't not. You got the whole basement there. They used to have a pull-out couch. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So I just work on they, sets until like four in the morning and then sleep and then they randomly have like a full size like double thick mattress. It's just mm. as long as a, as a man, but it's super thick and super plush, so it's, <laughs> it's barely wide enough to fit me. But uh, yeah, huh. I would lug that thing around to different places when during Boeing, Boeing, like when I I had almost nothing to do, but like they needed me there for whatever fucking reason. I would carry that fucking mattress wherever and just lay on it and just be like, "Yes, what? What do you need?" <laughs> just imagining you like. Fashioning it into a backpack so you could just flop backwards. Oh, that would point. have been smart. That would have been clever. I could have done it easily with belts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> belts and a knife. <laughs> That's all I need. When I got home last night after the quote-unquote party that never actually happened, I wrote down something. Yeah, I was going to ask you if it, if it ever materialized. Nope, but... didn't, didn't. It just it just was the end of a reunion all night. Oh, it just became loud and uncomfortable. Yeah. So I came home and I wrote down notes because I wanted to, there were like a couple of things I was thinking about that I wanted to talk about. And then like, I like drunkenly wrote these notes and then went to bed. <laughs> and the, the last thing I wrote last night is Zach is so sexy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's that. It was the addition of the beard. It must be. It must be. I don't know. <laughs> there's like there's Are you lo- four normal things, and then Zach is so sexy. <laughs> you're you're such to see a what you're looking at, CJ. Yeah. During that, right? <laughs> Just but, staring longingly at one of my pictures. Mm-hmm. You put up so many selfies, so it's it's easy. Oh to yeah. Find. Oh yeah. So many. <laughs> James, how how exciting was your week? Well, it wasn't wasn't that exciting, you know. We did fucking two Thanksgivings, mm. and uh, yeah, it is what it is. Fucking my dad fought with his sister because their dad has cancer, and both of them think that they know the correct thing to do. Mm. <laughs> so it was. Uh, my... Jenny was just like, "Uh, like what do we do? <laughs> just keep our head down or just keep eating?" And I'm like, "Yep." And then my brother, awkwardly after their like their big blow up. Like not even two minutes later, my brother goes, "Happy Thanksgiving, everybody!" And then like leaves. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, just says oh it out loud God. to everybody. It was in the middle of dinner, and it's like, buddy, like I get what you're trying to do, but it is not at all enough time has passed. Like yeah. you must wait. <laughs> oh no! Oh jeez, yeah. awkward. That's how it goes, though. And then we went to my mom's. Well, to my grandma's house, wherein my mom's husband proceeded to make awkward conversation about sex and it's like dude like i like what is today is today like an episode of tv or something like this is (laughs) this is the worst but it's over with now (laughs) and we all made it through it we're fine my grandpa got rip roaring drunk and started he so i have two cousins one is like 19 and the other one's my age and uh he started talking to me in the kitchen once he just got way old blottled and 
kept saying really loudly with one of my cousins in the room, like, I understand you. I don't understand those other two. Oh, my God. <laughs> to you? He said yeah, this? Yeah, he to, understands to, you? That's he funny. understands me. I'm fine. <laughs> it's the other two. He just doesn't understand them. What is confusing about your other two cousins is my question. I'm pretty sure it's the familial responsibility where I don't miss um, holidays. And ah. they oh. often do. Gotcha. But it's also like, I don't know. <laughs> My cousin Andrew kept going, you know, you're the older one. You need to make sure you, CJ's got a, a career and a wife and a family, and you, you're you supposed to be the one with that stuff first, and you don't have any <laughs> of it. Oh, boy. Yeah. He's, by the way, he's older than me by seven months, so it's not. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> it's not pushing 40 or anything. Been at the same high school together, if you were. In the same grade. Yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome back. Hey. Yeah, so what are we drinking tonight, fellas? Jack, go ahead. I am having um, the my good old Angel's Envy. It's mm. been a couple weeks since I've had it, so we're doing that tonight. All night. Excellent. I had some of that on Friday. It was very good. Nice, nice. Very good. I'm drinking wine. Hey, hey. red or white? What red. Excellent. What kind? Um, this one is double black red wine blend. Nice. And when that's gone, I'll open a red blend. <laughs> so You'll open a what? A, a red blend. <laughs> <laughs> I had wine for the first time in a long time on Thanksgiving, and I did I'd not like mind it. it. Yeah, did not mind it. I had a glass. Might start trying to incorporate some some wine uh, some red wine into my life it's a nice mellower especially in winter yeah Yeah. it warms you but it doesn't make you angry Mm -hmm. (laughs) you get that roomy red rimmed look of someone who has a high alcohol intake (laughs) (laughs) how about you James what do you have going on sounds like we have some, some ice cubes happening yeah, I am actually finally drinking Tin Cup, which is pretty tasty. Oh, it is tasty. Oh, nice. I've been wanting to get some of that. It's a solid, that's a solid whiskey. I yeah, think we've talked about it before, but I, uh, I've i seen it, and I think it's Jessica Jones mm-hmm. where I've seen that product placement, and I've been wanting to get it, but just haven't seen it when I was buying, specifically looking to buy whiskey. So comes with a nice, convenient shot glass. On top, it sure does. A metal got shot a, glass. Yeah, got a couple of those in the shot glass pile. Jenny <laughs> thinks it'll rust if we use it. Mm. I think that it's Mm-mm. designed to be used. It's yeah. designed to be stainless used. steel. It's right? stainless. Yeah. It's not actually tin. <laughs> it's not tin. No, it's yeah. steel. It's a steel <laughs> cup. <laughs> False advertising. God, bad. Yeah. what liars! Never going to buy any of their products. I used to have a little <laughs> tin cup because you could get some kind of tin or stainless steel or something little cup in um, Colombia. When you go to Old Town Columbia and you put like whatever apple cider in it or something, what would you get in there? Oh yeah, I don't know, but I had a few of them from just going to Columbia and getting the tin cup with my whatever little kid beverage. Huh. Uh, sarsaparilla. Maybe it was sarsaparilla. I love the sarsaparilla from Columbia, which they carry the at our Save Mart. Really? They carry Columbia Works sarsaparilla. That is intriguing. 
That's good. If only they had a sugar-free version, I'd be all up on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not an everyday thing. It's an it's an it's it's nice that it's only a four pack because now and then I go, you know what? I would like some sarsaparilla, and then I put it in the fridge, and then it's there for like six months, and eventually it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Let's see what else is on or on my notes here. We've got some complaint letters. Got... Do we from us? For ourselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were inundated with some complaint letters after our last episode about people just getting to us about problems that they have with with the three of us. Well, actually, just with the two of you. No, oh, Nothing lovely. came through Good. as a complaint about me. Is Zach, people kept saying that you were burping on Mike purposely, and they just <laughs> felt like it was disrespectful to you know the listening audience. Uh. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Uh, and it starts early. Blatant yeah. disrespect. You've heard it here first, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I hate everyone. Let's <laughs> <laughs> stick to that. And then James, um, I got contacted by a bunch of different people who make flan because they didn't like your opinions on flan. Really? What yeah. are my opinions on flan? Well, I don't. I don't have it in front of me. All I have is the irate Instagram direct messages about. Well, I mean, I mean, what, do you want to double down on your your feelings about flan? Uh, well, no, <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily. I I like it, I suppose, but it. But I don't eat it that much. I don't know. You need to love I can't it, remember. What, I, I can't even remember talking about flan. If they just said, "You know what you did." Oh man. I, uh, listen, if I have offended anyone, listeners, go fuck yourself. I, uh, (laughs) no, here's the thing. I, you know, I say what I feel in the moment most of the time and often feelings change because I'm a human being, right? I may have dissed your favorite dessert and said that flan sometimes is like snot or boogers. Um, I may have said that it tastes very good. I may have said that I don't know how to make it. So if you personally, listeners, enjoy flan, go for it. Go to town. Make me some. Send me some to our, our mailing address, and we'll see if it if it sticks and if it holds up. And I'll give you an honest review on air about your personal flan, if that makes you feel better, listeners. I think that's good. I think you've, we've covered our bases there now. Yeah, yeah. No more complaints ever again. We covered all that we need. This, is, this has been our apology segment. <laughs> We'll have one a year. <coughs> yep. No, uh, like I, I think, I mean, everybody, please continue to write us with your feelings on what we say on air. <laughs> we'll, we'll try and curb our attitudes to better suit your listening needs. Maybe. We'll try. Specifically, yeah. only try only direct the complaints to at Silent Gordon on yes. whatever platform he's on. I'm only on Instagram now, yeah. Okay. And Gmail. Do not look. Do not. Do not look for any other of us. He is our <laughs> personal handler. So. James isn't isn't anywhere anymore either. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't correct. Find James. What? Only, only Reddit. Yeah, and even then, it's I'm more of a lurker than anything. I don't really post anything. If, listeners, if you think you found me on Reddit, please send me an orange red and let me know exactly what you feel about me. <laughs> <laughs> what is an orange red? 
An orange red is a, a me- or red orange, depending on whether or not you're a freaking diehard redditor or not. It's the way that you can send messages to other redditors. It comes in either an orange red envelope or a red orange envelope. There, oh. there was actually some debate a while ago about what to call it: red orange or orange red. Apparently, I like orange red because it rolls off the tongue a little better. There's, there's the the subreddit is orange red. Yeah. Huh. Which looks like and in the sidebar to tell you not red orange. Yeah. Exactly. Oh wait, no, this is something else. The greatest nation <laughs> in Chroma or Kingston? What? Better dead than orange red. Ah, so they're red orange fans. It seems like. <laughs> oh my god, people get very, very I'm so uh, confused up over over that. Battle alerts. Topographic map of the world. This is this has got to be a video game instead of. Hmm. Orange Red versus Periwinkle. Oh no. Orange Red Master Race. Final solution regarding Periwinkle filth that inhabits our beloved series of tubes. What is this nonsense? Apparently, on April Fool's Day several years ago, everyone got put into Team Periwinkle or Team Orange Red ah. for the colors of the up down vote arrows. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like orange red won since that's what the logo is now. But then the up down up vote down votes are still blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ish. Oh no, it's sort of. up up is orange red and down is periwinkle. Okay. What is it when you send a message then? I don't know. They, oh, I'm signed into Reddit on here. Um, where do you get messages? Here's. Mail. There's a little mail thing. Messages. And... I hate how it looks on my computer versus on my phone. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. I don't know either. (laughs) (laughs) Very strange. Uh, I'm still stuck in this flan thing. I would like to know (laughs) what opinion our listeners feel like they deserve to have on flan. First of all, oh, what gives like, them the how, right? Yeah, exactly. What what sort of authority are you on flan versus other types of desserts, sir or ma'am? How dare you? <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care that much. But again, I don't. I don't say anything with the intention of offending. So you know, know that, listeners. Next time right. you send an angry letter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on. I haven't checked Reddit in like four or five months, and so there's a lot of posts here on r slash Chris, <laughs> which is just a place for people named Chris. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. You're in r slash James. Probably. I don't think so. There might be. I don't know. Hmm. Hello, Chris's. I've got questions. <laughs> <laughs> Questions that only you can answer. Whoa! Apparently, there are sub the subreddits with names. There are alliances and allies. So R Max is allied with R Liam, but rivals with <laughs> R Matt. <laughs> wow. Okay. And so someone from R Max asking about this in R Chris, and then the first comment is R Chris knows only war and nothing of allies, though now we're rivals of R Max. 
Jesus that Christ. That means that if, if you meet a Max on the street, you have to punch him, right? I guess the rules. so. And then someone else here says, I am a war criminal to the mats. They caught me doing surveillance for the Chris cause, and I'm now banned from their sub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Reddit, how far are you falling? <sighs> Yeah. Well, as long as you're not at war with uh, James or Zach, you know. Otherwise, you might have to cancel the podcast. I think you're uh, yeah. right. <laughs> Lest ye be banished from our Chris forever. Oh, yeah. Man. Max is going to all the all the name subreddits. <sighs> Apparently, our James was going to be in battle with our Tom and our Ethan, but now everything's peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Our James has a thousand sur- subscribers. Yeah. Oh, Max has questions. <laughs> Here comes Max. <laughs> Let's see if there's an Arzac. Oh God! Oh, hopefully guys not. There is. And there's a Discord server for you guys. Oh Jesus Christ! Really? Yep. <laughs> Tempted to join them. Thank you, everyone. We've reached 600 Zacks on this blessed day. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, and apparently uh, the Zacks are allied with the Ricks. Man, there's a whole thing going on. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so Max asked a very heartfelt question, uh, which is very long, and I'm not going to read it. But right. the top comment is, hey, Max, welcome. Happy to say we avoided the conflict with our Tom. <laughs> it's just united more James to come together. We had a conflict oh with God. our Ethan a while ago, but hopefully that is in the past as well. We're usually a peaceful group over here. Cheers, James. Lovely. Wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's a, a, a little little uh, niche of Reddit I never knew existed. Yep. All the people really, really geared up over the names. <laughs> There's very few causes I've ever... Like felt the need to like stand up for and tell other people my views on. Apparently, Blonde was one. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, have no recollection of us ever mentioning Blonde on any of our episodes. Probably uh, one of our blackouts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of them just didn't try and determine when and where. <laughs> I'm picturing myself going into like Seinfeld. What is the deal with Blonde? What's Flan? the deal with like, Blonde? I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta stop oh, looking at Reddit. Boy. We're doing a podcast here, guys. Come on. I know we've distracted ourselves. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So to <laughs> change the the story here to theater time a little bit, <clears throat> they, they were going to Putsy was in a frenzy. Gonna ask you and Val if you were coming in before the next show to fix some things. Uh, this was last night. She wanted you guys to come in before today's show to fix some things. Okay. Uh, the things being, uh, one of the actors noticed that uh, one of the bunk beds was bowed out a little bit. And he said this on stage. He was like, oh, this is separating. And I was like, okay. like what? Like, what? But when I actually got up close to look at it, I was like, no, this is exactly how it has always been. And there's a screw in there. So, like, shut up. It's not even a thing. Uh, and then... <laughs> Uh, the door piece on uh, Miss Hannigan's office was uh, stuck. It was stuck open and then it was stuck closed. Like it wouldn't, they couldn't get it. Um, but I took care of that. With, and so Putsy is like making this huge list 
of namely those two things. He was going to have you come in and fix those two things today. And I was like, look, like those things, A, are not that important. <laughs> and B, they've already been fixed. She was like, oh, good. She was like, I, don't, I really don't want to text them to ask them to come in. And I'm like, <laughs> I feel like that's the wrong idea. Like, first of all, if something's broken, I'm sure they would be willing to come and fix it. But mm -hmm. A, you have other people here who are capable and willing to fix things for you. Yeah. Well, the door still isn't a problem this morning, so I came in and I, I double fixed the door. And uh, perfect. And then I also fixed the it counter. It works great now, by the way. Okay, cool. The counter. In the in the makeup room, the counter was all jagged, and I made it not jagged oh. anymore. Gotcha. How did you do that? With a router. Oh. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they they tell me to come what do did... stuff, and then I go do it. I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> How care did, when. did you fix the door? I uh, sanded it. Ah. It was still sticking See, and I was, inside. I was going to do that, but uh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just screwed it in a little bit tighter. That fixed a little bit. And I was like, look, it's probably going to still do that because, you know, the temperature changes. Exactly. That's what happened. Can... My daughter's bedroom yeah. door is sticking all of a sudden after all the rainstorms. Yeah. Right. Oh, exactly. Yeah. The, the, the temperature and humidity in the air changes the fucking degree of the wood. It's fine. But, yeah. 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 No, I don't know. <laughs> it's theater. I just, I, just I come and I do stuff when they ask me to do stuff. Right. And it's not it doesn't have to be to that it. big of a thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay spending an hour on a Sunday. Complaints. <laughs> do we have other complaints? Or was it just those two? No, it was just those two. Well, Did they come know. from the same person? No, they came. They came. Each of them, there were about three people complaining about each of them. Wow, yeah. that's fun. Is there like an online forum? Or there's a, they each write you separate letters explaining their. There's, there's a Discord <laughs> server. Their disapproval. <laughs> um, let's see what else do I have. I'm shaving my head. I shave my head. Excellent. Like or, like with a razor. Well, with a barber. Because I, it was but I mean, like, did you did you pick it or did you, is it just like buzzed super close? Oh, it's a, a, a number one guard. Okay. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I, I was going to have my wife fair. help me help me do it at home, but she didn't want to help me do it, so I was going to be able to get the back done properly. So I went ah. to a barber and spent twenty dollars for sitting in the chair for three minutes, <laughs> and that felt like a dope. But oh my god! Yep, I don't have to worry about my hair anymore. Not for a long time. <laughs> yep. <And then laughs> phone game. Well, what else? What else? So, so, so let's see. What do we have to cover that we missed last week? <laughs> we didn't miss a lot last week. I oh cut, God! I cut forty minutes out of that episode. Oh my God! And it was still two hours. Yeah. Were we I talking saw. shit on people's names and stuff? No, we just got drunk. Ah, yeah. yeah. That'll do it. We just got real, <laughs> real drunk. So yeah, I have. I just remember being really drunk and then really like super tired by the end. And yeah, yeah. we just not down. like. Yeah, it's just one of those classic ones where we're just reading with uh, reading um IMDb <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I think like half that episode was just us reading shit. Yep. Like I think even before we got drunk, it, a good yeah. portion of it was us reading like. 
things off Amazon. I remember. Oh yeah, like throwing the weapons. We spent like half an hour. The weapons. Stats the weapons, about weapons right. on Amazon, like cost and. Like, there's yeah. no way you could throw this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I spent a long time on Amazon this week looking at electric scooters because I really, really want an electric scooter. Really? Like a stand-up scooter or like a Vespa? Like a more like a Vespa. But I don't want to spend Vespa money. <laughs> right. So Razor has a pretty good one that I might end up with. But I'm also... They used to have an option through the DMV to get... this. So this is a couple of years ago when I was working at the auto auction. Mm-hmm. Um if you were if you purchased a fully electric uh, scooter for two thousand dollars, you would get uh, eighteen hundred dollars back from the DMV. So it was like you paid two hundred dollars for this this what? completely electric scooter because of the tax credit or because of because of the uh, there was some sort of credit through the the DMV for having a, a non emissions vehicle. Right. And since it was small, uh, I don't know if that's still a thing, but that was like that was a huge selling point at the auction. Was if hey if you get this you know you get eighteen hundred dollars back. That's crazy. Yeah, I could put out two thousand dollars just to not ever put that out. Right, <laughs> right. Well, exactly. Well, yeah, thing, as long as you can get it back. Yeah. It looks like it's mostly cars now because I'm seeing this is there's something called the Clean Vehicle Rebate Project. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But Imagine not ever having to pay for a smog again. Right. Yeah, I just want, because I keep looking at, at Segways. Segways come up with some really, really cool ones recently. Have you guys seen the newest Segways? No. The the um, Mini Pro is the one I'm looking at. It's it's like one of those electric, or those hoverboard things, but with a stick, oh, okay. a stick that comes up between your knees. You can go 10 miles an hour across 12 miles, and you... Oh, look at that! And you just steer it with your knees, and it's very easy. Huh. That looks interesting. I've heard so many I, good things. I, I am front-heavy, so I know that as soon as I stood on one of those things, I would fall right forward. See, there's the mini light <laughs> that I could I could afford to buy you know, tomorrow, but that has a max weight of 170 pounds. Oh. <laughs> so I can't have that, but let's see. What's the... What is it on the Pro? What's the weight limit? Uh, I get so used to looking at mobile Amazon, and then when I'm looking at regular Amazon, I don't. Oh. <laughs> I know. Details. I don't know how to do it either. Da, 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 da. I want to know what the max weight is. Maybe I go to the Segway website. Anyway, the Segways are very cool. But there's also Razor makes this commuter scooter that's, that's a little sit-down guy, and it looks really, really cool. Segway Mini Pro on the Segway website. Specs I want. Come on, internet, load a little faster. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Anyway, you guys ever look into non-car transportations in our town? I have. I've thought of it. Yeah, I w- if there were, if we were more bike friendly, I would have a bike. I live close enough; I could bike to work. Yeah. It sucks when you have to leave work at, in the dark. Right, right, and in the rain. Um, but, you know, it's yeah. possible. Yeah, I want to get I, a Tesla, even though that's a car. I want to get one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's still an alternative car. Right, yes it is. How about you, Zach? You ever look into alternative transportation? Not like anything seriously. I'm kind of 
with with James I've that I've thought about like if the city was more bike friendly doing a doing a bike at least for certain days like you know spring and fall I have my grandpa's old moped and I used to ride that to work but I got tired of having it repaired cuz it just weird little things would go wrong and if I knew anything about engines I know I could fix it cuz it's an incredibly simple little you know 50cc scooter but I don't know how to fix it so instead it just <laughs> sits in my garage not working I'm sure you could find YouTube tutorials and it's a small enough engine I feel like you could you don't have to like hoist it out or anything no it's a long engine might be a good, good learning project yeah exactly might be a good learning project it could be I could pull it out I haven't used it in like two years but I used to ride that to SCT all the time when I when I worked there just it was awesome oh yeah yeah I felt like kind of a Excellent. dope but I didn't really care also well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the savings on probably gas and stuff alone. Oh, are you kidding me? I could I could ride that thing on one gallon of gas for like two weeks. <laughs> That's but, awesome. And then it was great because uh, I didn't have to go on errands. Oh, nope, sorry. <laughs> I took the scooter today. It, sorry. Yeah. Can't go get it. <laughs> it was a kinetic, what was it? Kinetic scooter. Did you know that scooter is spelled with an H? It's not. <laughs> a shooter? <laughs> a scooter? Shooter. You're looking for boats now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's the Kinetic TFR. It was very fun to ride from 2003. And it's one of these, it's just a classic little, it's like, it's from India. It's what people in India ride around all the time. And they turn oh, into their okay. little buses and stuff. Does it actually, I've always been confused about this. Do you pedal it to get it started or is there a motor that you start? There is a motor, but the pedal acts as a kickstart. Oh, okay. Okay. So you kind of like and scoot the pedal down and then you can, you can just use it like a bike, but it's really slow. The pedal mostly is just a kickstart. Interesting. And you go up to Hmm. 25 miles an hour. Hey, that's perfect for him yeah, so yeah. You, you need goggles or something when you're when you're riding it because oh, I imagine <laughs> you just start crying immediately. <laughs> Which totally makes you look even cooler, right? Just <laughs> weeping, <laughs> going big to the road. goggles on. Yeah. <laughs> so I went, I went, I went for the cool factor. So like, I got, I got um, a helmet that looks like an old leather helmet, and then um, the best goggles I could find for it were actually Harry Potter Quidditch goggles. Oh shit! Really? But they worked really well, like really, really well. All the other goggles that I got for like you know under twenty dollars, just the wind would come right through them. They were just like a costume piece. So then, <laughs> so then I buy the actual costume piece, and it works great. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> Now I'm hardcore thinking about getting a scooter, but but the <laughs> wife and I work at the same place, so like mm-hmm. we'd have to get a two seater scooter or two scooters, well, yeah. which I'm also not opposed to. We could park both scooters in our parking space at work, and it would be fine, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, you could. And so now I'm going to go on the Vespa family of products and see what we have. See if Vespa makes something, you know, small, electric, like a personal scooter. Yeah, but like if you could afford, you know, if it's like $500 each scooter, 
Wouldn't that be cool? Just a five hundred dollar scooter. Cool. Well, they don't tell you the price, but this is stupid. All right. Yeah, I'm on Vespa's website too, and it's like, wait, <laughs> you're giving all this amazing information, all the like, all the specs you could want, but <laughs> way more than you want. <laughs> yeah, but the the best. Oh, on their website though, it does say find a dude. Oh no. Oh, oh yeah, dude. there we go. Find a dealer. Man, Vespas are expensive. Ooh. They are. They're. I mean, they're essentially cars or motorcycles, really. Yeah. All right. So now eBay for electric scooter adult. Because <laughs> that's an important part of it that I keep it's running a dangerous into. Search. I find a. I find a scooter. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This is perfect. <laughs> and what a great price point. And then I check, and it's like four ages ten to twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Why do kids get all the good stuff? Damn kids. I know it. Yeah, it's mostly like standing on a razor with these things. Yeah. Oh, that looks like that looks so dumb. Oh, did you guys see the chair pants? This is just no, well. something else. Somebody invented chair pants, which is an old chair office pants? joke. There's an old office joke where oh. he goes, oh, it's like, uh, it's chair pants. So it's pants that you wear, and then when you want to sit down, you just do. And the pants are your chair. <laughs> and they just made one, a wearable chair. If you search chair pants, you'll see p- people using this thing. You look like a dope, because it's like got suspenders and all kinds of belts on it. But it's you just walk around, and then when you want to sit down, you do. They have it mostly... I'm going to f- get that for my mom for Christmas. Wouldn't that be cool? Wearable chair. How much is it? Let's see. Wearable chair. Dude, what? Right? It's it's like an exoskeleton exactly. that will allow you to sit. Yeah. Bionic pants. They're a uh, hundred dollars. Okay. Huh. That's not That's bad. Not bad. Yeah. Does it lock? I want to see how this works. Yeah, they lock in place. Mm-hmm. Chairless chair acts as a brace that any weary worker can wear at all times. Listeners, if you're connected at all with chair pants, we would love for you to send us a trial pair. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. I have I to watch this YouTube video real yeah, quick. I can't fully find a price for it. For it. Everyone's talking about it. but all right, where Not on we? Amazon? Goddamn unscoopable ads. Let you take your seat anywhere. New Atlas, okay? Now tell me how much it is. Da 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 da. Boy, you you really have to not care what people think of you when you're wearing this, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't find a price except for that one that looked like it was a hundred dollars. Uh, Amazon. Is it on Amazon? Can you get away from me, please, yes. dog? They, but they also have uh, fully Max Armor Man 2 Gravity Ronin uh, exoskeleton support Whoa. for twenty-two fifty, which will help you lift, apparently. Ah. The wearable chair. Uh, there's one for $1,000. $988.75. Oh, or, that better be like a full-on exoskeleton. $1,000. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, I'm super into this. Doors. I'm going to save up. I'm going to just start wearing an exoskeleton to work for all of my heavy lifting. I don't do any heavy lifting at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. 
Yeah, wearable chair. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's, this is this is the revolution. We have to make this cool. So, yeah, I think we can do this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's a thing called Android gloves. Do you see what? this? No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Android. So I'm Android. assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming this increases your grip strength and aids in masturbation. <laughs> hmm. $269. Right. For the front just looks like a pair of gloves, but the back looks like I have no description. <laughs> it doesn't tell me anything about this product. In the reviews, there's one review and there's a guy who's calling it a gauntlet. It's an sure. awesome gauntlet, comfortable and design is beautiful. Protection it offers for your hands is top notch. What does it do? Looks like this, it's armor. Is this a okay. product in Amazon? Yeah. Yeah. What's it called again? I must have. Android. Oh, it's a, it's a motorcycle. Android. Oh, okay. But still, people are paying two hundred and fifty dollars for motorcycle gloves. Two sixty. Two sixty-nine. My goodness. Yeah. That better, like, jeez. So there are robotic Juke. gloves. The Sabo glove. Okay. S a e b o. Is helps people suffering from neurological and orthopedic injuries <laughs> incorporate their hand functionality in therapy and at home. So it helps you grasp. Okay. Does it help you grasp concepts? Because I could be all about that. <laughs> wouldn't, that be, wouldn't that be good? Man, we're going to have our chair pants and our sable gloves and just going around town on our scooters <laughs> being the coolest guys around. Oh, oh yes, total yes, badasses mm-hmm. on our ultralights because that's what I'm getting once I get all this kind of money. Yeah, I'm gonna fly to work in an ultralight. Can you imagine how how menacing we'd look when we showed up? <laughs> <laughs> they would shoot us in a heartbeat in Stockton. Yeah, they would think we were terrorists somehow. <laughs> this smart glove will make your hand bionic and give you a killer glip grip. Glip, killer glip, <laughs> killer killer glip. Have you seen those uh, those gyroscopic spoons to help people with? Uh, yes, those are so cool. Yeah, with uh, what is it? What's the Parkinson's? I like Parkinson's, oh. yeah, yeah. All right, so if you guys had to lose a limb and have it replaced with a robotic type limb, I'll say limb or appendage or digit or whatever. What would you What would you choose? One of my eyes, probably. Mm. Yeah, I was just going to say either one of my eyes or, like, maybe my right hand. You're right. You oh, because he's left-handed, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would be too scared to, to to try a bionic limb with my left hand. No, if it doesn't work depends. out, then I'm a cripple. <laughs> yeah, I guess depends it depends on, the on how. Enhancement and yeah. the level of mastery that I can have over this thing. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of factors. I'm saying you're going state-of-the-art, whatever it is. You're replacing it with something oh. completely state-of-the-art. Then either eye or left hand, left arm. Yeah, left or arm. nose. I I could deal with a uh, with a uh, robotic nose. Like if I could just like know the smell of everything from like a hundred yards, that'd be kind of cool. Mm. Or I guess ears wouldn't be bad either. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm already losing yeah. those anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I already I already sleep with the fan due to the door ringing I hear. So. <laughs> See, I was talking to someone the other day about like having a missing tooth. 
And I maintain that it would it it would be kind of cool if you had like a missing tooth that you could pop out, as long as it wasn't one of your top front two teeth. Yeah, because then you look kind of stupid. But anything else, you look strong. For what purpose? Popped out just as a prank, like you lost your tooth. You lose your tooth in a car accident or something, and then as a prank, you you can pop your tooth out anytime. Like ah. Excuse me, can you hand me my cookie back? I, my tooth is in there. Or just do, do the uh, do the old Ron Swanson bit oh, yeah. right. <laughs> with some pliers. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, so, but then I'm not a runner, so I think I could I could also handle losing losing a foot or a leg. Getting one of those. But cool you need both of them. Legs. Uh, Yeah, I was just gonna right. say. I feel like you need both. Need to lose both. Why do I? Why are you guys taking away both of my legs? Like it, no, it no, no, no. But have the full benefit of having one. yeah, the full enhancement. Because otherwise oh. you're lopsided. No, you're, I don't know. You I'm... run regular with one, but then you leap with the other, like a Jessica Jones type leap. I see. I'm even. I'm even good with just like. Can you? Th- this dog is too much. Um, <laughs> with just like a wooden leg. Oh. And then my superpower <laughs> could be that I don't feel pain. So I'm, I guess I'm mostly, cool. I'm mostly trying to get free drinks in bars, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's not so much an, an, an enhancement as, like, a disability. <laughs> Here, stab my, stab my leg with a fork. I bet you I won't yell. <laughs> have you, the, the guys from Broken Lizard, have you heard that bit? Mm. Do you know who Broken Lizard is? Yes. I, they did um, uh, Super Troopers. And that uh, that other one about the island. There's Club Dread, Beer Fest. Club Dread. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, those guys, right? So the guy who played Rabbit, who was the, the rookie in Super Troopers, has a wooden leg below the knee. Mm. Uh, and when so they all met at college. And uh, <laughs> like he was talking shit about how tough he was. And he was like, I'm so tough. Like I can kick this wall, right? And so he kicks the wall. And then the guy who plays Stoney, uh, Jay Chandra Shekhar was like, "Oh yeah, I'll kick the fucking wall too." You know, he's like not going to let this new guy like one up him, right? Mm-hmm. And they like they go up the chain until finally like the guy hits himself in the leg with a hammer, and he's like, "See nothing." And Jay's like holding this hammer, and he's thinking about it. He's like, "Do I want it this bad? Like, <laughs> do I want it?" And then he just fucking whacks himself in the hammer, and the guy's like, "Oh man," he's like, "I can't believe you did it." And he lifts his leg, and he shows me it's made out of wood. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> wow. See, I had to, I did that something like that in high school. I had some friends where my group of friends, there was a different group of friends that we weren't part of, and they decided to be be a gang, and they called themselves the Pedros. And so my group of friends decided to be a rival gang, and we called ourselves the Jose's. <laughs> and so one day we decided to have a big gang rumble, and the gang rumble was that we met somewhere, and we all punched a fence as hard as we could. It was just a wooden fence. We were just punching it as hard as we could, and it was just—it was—it was a it was, uh, 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 just who, who gave up first lost. <laughs> it was—it was really stupid, but we, like we all had all these bloody knuckles from just punching a fence. Oh my god! <laughs> I—I uh, I don't know that I could get behind that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I'm, who won? Normally... The Pedros or the Jose's? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I. I don't. I honestly don't remember that we actually were the Jose's. We could have been the Pedros. I don't remember. <laughs> you just know that you were there. I know I was there. <laughs> that reminds me of the the movie uh, Almost Heroes, 
with Chris Farley and uh, Matthew Perry. Have you seen this? Uh, it's an old an old film before Farley died. Obviously. I did not know that he did a movie with Matthew Perry. Yeah, so it's actually pretty funny. Eugene Levy's in it also, hmm. uh, and they play like uh, a pair of uh, explorers who are trying to make it to the uh, um, Pacific Ocean before Lewis and Clark. Uh, and one of their comrades in in this group tells them the story about a prank that he played on his brother, wherein uh, he he goes and he he takes a bunch of sheep shit and puts it in a bowl of plum pudding. And then he goes and tells his brother it's delicious plum pudding, and his brother eats it. And so his brother eats the sheep shit. And then <laughs> and somebody else is like, but tell him the twist. Tell him the, the twist of the story. He goes, the twist of the story is I don't have a brother. I ate sheep shit. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Got that's, him. that's what I imagined the twist for your story being. There were no Jose's. The Pedro's won. <laughs> oh, it might boy. as well have been that for how stupid it was. <laughs> So, we were talking about missing legs a minute ago. Yeah. And do you guys ever watch TED Talks? Not in many years. Yeah, not really. So, I mean, but you're familiar with the concept. You oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, there was one. Uh, her name is Amy Mullins. And the talk is called My 12 Pairs of Legs. Uh, and she's, oh. this, she's very pretty, but, but she is missing both of her legs. And so, she, she models... She's an athlete and an actor and an activist, uh, and she has like these like these custom legs that are built. She has a glass pair and a pair of really ornately carved wooden legs, um, and like like it's really cool. But like her whole point of the TED conversation is like she goes and talks to kids and has them like imagine like what would you do like if you could have any kind of legs that you wanted, what would you do? And they all are like, oh, I'd like to jump super high or I'd like to do this. And then she takes those ideas and, like, turns them into, like, actual real legs that she can wear. Huh. Yeah. Okay, so she's she's sort of one of the leaders behind these scissor legs that help you run fast and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. But some of the, the like, um, the pretty legs that she wears are really cool. Like, I can't really describe them other than that like you can see the picture here if you type in amy mullins one of them looks like uh like they're frilly and frondular what you know and she part of it too is she can like she can be anywhere from five foot four to six foot three with just normal looking legs sure you know or she can uh like this one looks like the bottom of a table like they're made out of wood and they're really ornately carved and shit huh Hmm. yeah interesting Wow. So you, you wouldn't think of like prosthetics as fashion, but like, lo and behold, there it is. Yeah, so she's doing it in the way I want, where she's earning free drinks at the bar. She, yeah, she's popping exactly. her eyeball out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to want to lose an eye, just have a glass one, so I can be the guy who can pop his eye out. Right, or like stick stuff to it and have it not bother you. Yeah, yeah, like put it, put a nail through it, pop it in. <laughs> Like oh, what? God. <laughs> what are you looking at? What's wrong? My history teacher, when I was a sophomore, was missing uh, half of his pinky finger. And uh, he explained it all to us on the first day that he it wasn't anything exciting. He just when he was a kid, uh, it got caught in a door and it just you know ripped off. And that, like he's so ever since he was like six years old, he's only had this half a pinky. But there was a girl who came in late. She wasn't there on the first day. 
Uh, but so the second day, he caught her looking at his finger, and so he like put the the half finger into his eye and is like, "Excuse me, there's something in my eye. Can you help me?" And she was, <laughs> she had such a look of terror on her face, and then he pulled it oh, up, and like, "Wow!" Oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what I want to do. I almost lost my pinky when I was a kid, and I kind of wish I had, because then, because <laughs> then I wouldn't have a pinky, and that'd be cool. Then you'd have cool stories. Yeah, yeah. Because I I look at the scar today, and I'd have I'd have a tiny nub if my pinky, I had like an eighth of an inch of bone left by the time everything was said and done that had to grow back. But um, if it had gone that extra eighth of an inch and severed the pinky, I'd have a cool nub, and I'd be cool nub guy. <laughs> we can start calling you cool nub guy if you'd like thank you i really appreciate well, that i'm just gonna i just gonna say it's never it's never too late to lose your pinky that's fair right yeah we, we can make that happen we can take yeah. a bet right now i have a lucky lighter if you want i've had some close calls with both of my index fingers <laughs> what was the story behind almost losing it um i was throwing a def- excuse me i was throwing a tantrum because i didn't want to we're shopping for a washing machine. I think I've said it on, on here before, but I was so I'm like four. I didn't want to go shopping for a washing machine because it sounded very boring. I wanted to like go to my grandparents' house or something, and I slammed the car door on my pinky. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So we didn't. And we it didn't go. Slammed. Yeah, we, we cut the car door shut, and we did not go washing machine shopping. We went to the emergency room. Well, you got your way then, didn't you? Sure did. Yeah, <laughs> that's one way to do it. And now my right pinky is very crooked and it doesn't bend correctly, and there's a really big Frankenstein scar across it. <laughs> so then I'm four years old, and I, I I can remember showing Zach's cousin because I went to preschool with Zach and his cousin. I can remember like showing my big gauze wrapped pinky, being like, I almost lost my finger. I don't know what she had to say about it. She didn't really talk until she was 12. So she probably didn't have much to say. <laughs> she, probably not. Yeah, no. she's, she's an interesting cat, James, because she just like she just was really mousy and never talked about anything at all. And then all of a sudden she was into punk rock. <laughs> and there, there was no in between. <laughs> Isn't that how it usually goes, though? Yeah. I think is she, <laughs> is she still a punk rock girl, Zach. Uh, you know, I don't talk to her all that much. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, she she's got a career going and everything now, but it wouldn't surprise me. Well, she has a career, huh? Yeah, yeah. She actually, um, God, what is it? Whatever program it is where you um, study how to make wine or whatnot. Huh. And so she actually works for a vineyard in Lodi. That's crazy. Don't remember which one. Well, good, good, you got it, good on her. Yeah, I don't. I'm not going to talk to her or look her up because that because <laughs> I don't, I don't care enough. But that's that's nice. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you ever, you guys ever have any close calls with losing losing fingers or anything? No, no, I was very accident prone. I almost I, lost my eye. Almost lost your eye. Oh. Yeah, that's wow. If I had been standing an inch back from where I was standing, I would have lost my eye, my right eye, which is my dominant eye. Hmm. Oh, no. How'd that happen? Uh, so, I have a thing called vasal vagral, 
which is vasal vagral syndrome. Like, so if I if I stand up and I hold my breath and if I lift my arms above my head, I pass out. And I and since I'm oh, okay. so fat, I drop forward hella hard. Um, so this time I happen to be playing bong baseball uh, with my friends. Which mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry I told you a different story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bong baseball is where you take a fat hit of some marijuana. Uh, through a bong, and then you hold your breath until the bong comes back into your hands. Uh, right? So, so I, and there was probably six or seven of us, right? So I, I would have done it. I would have had the breath capacity to do it. Uh, but I held my breath, and I passed the bong away, and then all of a sudden my friend Willie was sideways, and I macked my face literally about a half an inch underneath my eyeball on a windowsill. Oh. Yeah, oh, fell right man. forward onto a windowsill, and my friend had to dive to catch my head to stop me from smacking it on the corner of his old ass uh, cooler. It was a jagged metal corner of a cooler and he like completely stopped me from getting further injury. Wow. But uh, but yeah, if I if I was standing an inch back, I would have hit it right on my eyeball and there would have just been no saving it. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So I have to ask this, this may be a little TMI. I'm on the vasal vagal page on the Mayo Clinic. Oh, it yeah. says that a trigger can be straining such as to have a bowel movement. Yes, sometimes. Not okay. that I have ever passed out from shitting, okay. but... Because uh... <laughs> that would be terrible. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're alone yeah. in a locked room. Right. But I'm already sitting, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, most of the time it happens like if, I, if I'm if i yawning. Because like, when I was 16, I it was a Sunday, and I remember this as clear as day. I laid in bed for a little while. I was awake, but I was still laying in bed. And I stood up, and I yawned, and I stretched with my hands above my head, and I opened my eyes on the floor after having face-planted onto my television set. Oh. Uh, which, Jesus. luckily, nothing broke except for my tooth. Like, I, I bit through my lip, and I killed my tooth. Oh. But I didn't break the TV. That's good. It's uh, more important. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was great. Yeah. So uh, Teeth come and yeah, go. Yeah, was fun. Right, exactly. But TVs are for life. That's right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no. So uh, now, like, it, it hasn't happened where I've actually fainted, like, recently, you know. But I get, I'll, I'll get what what I call, like, tunnel vision. And, like, my, my hearing gets clouded, you know, and it goes like, mm. and, like, you know. Um, but I haven't actually passed out. I got, I mean, it's hard to tell. I get real close sometimes. Because, like. It feels kind of cool when it happens. Sure. Um, but, you know, so I'll <laughs> sometimes I'll just ride it out and I'll like know that I fall forward. So I'll just lay forward onto my bed. Yeah. You know, or whatever. I try not to yawn and stretch in an open room anymore. <laughs> yeah, Zach, you've never taken fat bong hits or anything. But part of when you're doing that yeah. with smoking weed, that's kind of part of what you're doing when you're holding it in for so long is you're causing that tunnel vision and that like, whoa, yeah, like purposely because yeah. it, it just adds to everything. Did I ever tell you guys about my, my salvia trips? I think we may have talked about it. I think I talked to you guys about mine. You might have. Maybe, but I don't remember. If we did, it's been a real long time. So you can go ahead and tell us. <laughs> well, so the first time I did it, I saw the street move like a wave, like a wave of water. Oh, it was just, just the regular leaf. But so part of the, and the reason that this reminded me, when you smoke salvia, you're supposed to hold your breath until your vision vibrates yeah. or your vision shakes. Right? That's how you know that it's set in, usually about 20 to 30 seconds. Um, 
But so, yeah, it's the only time that I've ever, like, we smoked an extracted version, uh, a concentrated extract of salvia, and it's the only time that I've ever had, like, visual hallucinations to the point that, like, I was, like, in a different place. Yeah. Oh. It's very strange. Yeah. But it it only lasts for, like, five minutes, and then you're done. It fucked me up all night long. I I was... I was just a mess until I woke up the next day. <laughs> like I, it was like, it, it basically was like I got too high. Oh yeah. Like I remember walking back to our dorm with my roommate and a girl. And then they, he went walking off with the girl once we got to like the turnoff for where our apartment was. And I was going up and then like, as I was heading for the stairs, I was like beating myself up about not saying have a good night. <laughs> and I just really got stuck in that. Like, God, wait, well, did you? I think. No, I think you said. I think you said have a good night. No, stupid, you didn't say have a good night. Now they hate you. <laughs> and it just was. It it was this moment stretched out into an hour in my head where it only lasted, you know, the thirty seconds it took for me to walk up the flight of stairs and into the house. But as far as I was concerned, in my head, I was, you know, I spent days arguing with myself about whether or not I had said have have a good night. <laughs> oh my god. And the reality was that I probably said something like, hey and then <laughs> up the stairs. Because it just ruined me. Introverted. You idiot. You yeah. didn't say it. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, Salvia just ruined me, ruined me. And it's still legal, I think, because they sell just the flower. It's a beautiful flower. You can go buy it yeah. at yeah. Home Depot. Oh yeah, and they sell the extract in head shops. Zach, you should try it. Gesundheit. <laughs> My wife has just like sneezed like fifteen times in a row. Uh oh. Bless you. Yeah, which is even more impressive considering she was asleep when we started the podcast. <laughs> oh shit! Did she sneeze herself awake? Uh, probably. She might have snored herself awake. Uh, Either way, she's awake. <clears throat> yeah, she's been awake now for a while. Do you guys wear sweatpants? Yeah. I just got a new pair of sweatpants on Black Friday. Oh, I'm not nice. against them, but I don't currently have any. I uh, I bought myself a pair a couple months ago, and I thought to myself, why don't I ever wear sweatpants? Oh, like, that's... they're the most comfortable thing. That's my go-to loungewear. So during when it's warmer, my go-to loungewear is basketball shorts, and then when it gets colder, Agreed. it's sweatpants. Same. But I only had one uh-huh. pair of sweatpants. So when we first got our dog almost four years ago, I had like a candy wrapper in the pocket of my sweatpants (laughs) and then my pants were inside out and she chewed through the pocket to get to the candy wrapper. Yep. So up up until Friday, I was still wearing those sweatpants. Those were just my sweatpants. And so I only had one pocket (laughs) (laughs) and then my wife came home from her shopping trip with her mom with a new pair of sweatpants for me. So now I'm, now I am whole. <laughs> I didn't have enough foresight to order sweatpants with pockets, so I have just the regular old standard sweatpants with no pockets. Mm. But I need I, now I need one pockets. I was actually that was going to be my next question. <laughs> you do go pocket always pockets. I go Heather Gray, yeah. Heather Gray with uh, with pockets. Yep. Yeah, you can't you can't do anything without pockets. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, same with the basketball well, shorts. I've got a pair with pockets, mm-hmm. but I don't. I but don't yeah, use them. But, those are like underwear then at that point. Yeah, exactly. You... <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have like four pairs of basketball shorts for lounging and they all have to have pockets in case I yeah. decide to like leave the house with them. Right. Or just put your phone down for a second or and d- don't yeah. not forget where you leave it. 
Oh God, yeah, I, God, that happens way too often. So James, Even though I do have pockets. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. But James, I've got a question for you about basketball shorts and sweatpants. <sighs> Sure. You're you're a bigger guy, so you may have some insight on this. I knew a guy who was much bigger than you, and he during the summer would wear underwear and basketball shorts and shorts, and during the winter it would be underwear and sweatpants and pants. And I never, I didn't want to ask him ever if 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 this was like a fashion thing or if it was a big guy thing because he was a sweater, and so I thought maybe it was to like help with the sweating. Is this to something... protect his outer pants. That's weird. Yeah. I only did that in Chicago when it was fucking negative cool. whatever yeah. degrees, right? And and my sweatpants acted – they were actually better than thermals, right? I would wear sweatpants under my jeans and it would just keep me warm. But I can't imagine doing that here. That would induce more sweating, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, he was always sweating. So I just wondered if it was a big guy thing or it was a him thing. And it sounds like it was a him thing. Sounds, sounds like it's a him <laughs> thing. Maybe. I don't know. I – I'm sure it was a learned behavior. I'm sure he didn't one day go, you know what? I'm going to add extra layers here. But uh, yeah. maybe. So, okay. He was also now, an undershirt like this... guy. He was also like a, a, ta- a wife beater guy. He was always wearing a wife yeah. beater. So that is a method of protecting your outerwear from sweat, I think. Now, okay. something that happened. Now, this is going to be kind of gross. Listeners, if you're offended by kind of gross stuff, maybe you turn it off just now. Um, every now and again. When I was young, it hasn't really happened lately for some reason. Uh, maybe it's just my choice of, of things that I sit on. But there are some sort of seats, like uh, hard plastic chairs, that I would get up and I could see ass sweat on. Oh, I, I right? have that. I, to to okay. this day, I have that. Right. Okay. Yeah, so, I've, I've had that issue before. It, it may have been that this dude was trying to prevent that. Okay. And I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know why. He would think that that causing him to sweat more would do that, but, right, I, but it, then you just more sweat means that's <laughs> a higher chance that it's going to come through. Right? Yeah, I have no idea. No idea. Yeah. I I used to be an undershirt kind of guy, but then I found out that they make shirts that wick moisture. Right. <laughs> I call them fat guy shirts. They're polos now that are made out of you know synthetic material huh. that you can't tell if it's wet. So you're not walking around with the underarm circles and stuff. Correct, correct. Or the back sweat, or the you know whatever sweat. Yeah, you just can't see it. It just evaporates right away. Interesting. Yeah, which is why I always wear polos. It's not that I'm trying to look better than wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> it's that it's that you can't tell when I'm sweating. No, come on. It's that you're better than us. <laughs> you. It's okay, James. We're not too. We're not too big to admit that you're. You're just a much better person than us. So, okay, it's weird that I think that about the people who wear, like, button-down shirts all the time and ties. Like, oh, they're just clearly better than me. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, it's a fashion choice. Yeah, exactly. I did that. I used to have a thing where every every other season I would have a new affectation. And and this was just how I kept my wardrobe cool. Fresh. Fresh. (laughs) Kept things fresh. And so one winter, my affectation was casual ties. So I really? was I was always wearing a button up shirt and a tie tied very loosely and the shirt was not tucked in. Was it a specific kind of tie? No, nope, just, just any tie. Just a tie. But worn in a casual fashion. And then <laughs> the last season that I did that, I think I turned twenty four. I think it was the summer I turned twenty four and my thing that summer was 
interesting t-shirts and uh i have never stopped from there that's just now (laughs) every t-shirt i own has to have something on it and have to be something that is of interest to me somehow nice yeah but i went through like one summer i did bandanas i don't know if you remember bandana summer zach yeah, no, do not. One summer was polos and visors. Like, wait, bandanas on your head or in your pocket? Mm, no, like a cowboy. Okay. <laughs> like around oh, your neck. Yes. <laughs> I think I do remember that. Summer of, uh, summer of 2010 was bandanas. And Perfect. 2011 was, was brightly colored polos and multiple visors, which is a style that I lifted straight from Zach Galifianakis and Comedians of Comedy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Where you just like a bright yellow polo shirt and then like one visor on your head and then one or two hooked to your belt loops. A spare visor? Yeah. <laughs> you swap them. You swap them out throughout the day. Oh, another one oh. I got stuck on was the winter before before um, interesting t-shirts was Hobo Chic. Where... Um, and that's why I have so much plaid now, but I had, it was just, I could only wear things that a hobo would wear, but mine were, um, newer. <laughs> it's like a new plaid shirt. It can't have a lot of holes in it. Oh boy. You ever do that? You ever force, force an affectation? No, I've always no. been more of a fits over fashion. Like, mm. does this fit me? Okay. Then I'll wear it. <laughs> <laughs> I went I went through a phase in high school where I wore uh, shirts that said Big Daddy on the front and then on the back they had a clever saying about being big. Mm. But mm. uh <laughs> that I quickly outgrew that. Yeah. That's kind of a high school only thing. I tried to when we went to Ireland, I got a whole new wardrobe because I have a thing about going to Europe. There's there's the whole thing about being the ugly American in Europe where you show up in Europe and Dressed the way you do in America, and you're just clearly American. Yeah, they know. They can spot you from a mile away. Or but, a kilometer away. About, about <laughs> a kilometer. <laughs> there you go. But um, I didn't realize how homogenized um, the United Kingdom had become. Because I got all these clothes so that when we were in England and Ireland, that I wouldn't stick out as an American. And then everybody else on the street was dressed like I do at home. <laughs> And I'm walking around in like khakis and a button up. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> like, well, this backfired. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of wearing my big costly leather boot shoes every day, like I was planning, I just wore my vans and I was, and I was happy. Yeah. Yeah. And I have not yet been able to get myself over the hump to wear my Ireland clothes in a casual manner at home. And I don't know why. Because <laughs> you don't want your wife to be like, uh, are you going somewhere? <laughs> yeah, that could be. But like when I was there, I felt good. I was like feeling cool walking around like, all right, I look good. And then I came <laughs> home and I just, I'm wearing jeans every day and none of the fancy pants that I brought with me to Ireland. I didn't bring a single pair of jeans to Ireland. Wow. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Just all like slacks and khakis. Did you wear sweats under them? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> there was a one or two days where I wished I did work because it got bitterly cold, like colder than we were ready for. Yeah, but it's one thing that I wish was different about where we live. I wish that it got cold enough to snow. 
I miss the snow a lot. It used to. Mm-hmm. It yeah. used to be really, really cold all winter. And where where had it precipitated during some of these times, it probably would have been snow. Instead, it would only right. rain when it was warmer, and then it would just be cold. I feel like that still kind of happens. It's just now later in the year. That used to be like yeah. all of like October, November, and December, and January, and now it's, it's like February, January. Yeah, exactly. January, February, March. <laughs> yeah, even when I lived in Columbia, it didn't snow there until Valentine's Day. Right, right. Which is one of the classic things for me where I don't know why I do this. I don't check the weather. But like when I was probably 12 or 13, it was warm the night before Halloween. So I slept with the window open. And then that night, the temperature dropped to like 15. And then it was just cold. And I caught a cold because I slept with the window open all night. <laughs> And then I did the same thing when I lived in Columbia, where I just I fell asleep with the window open one night, and then I woke up the next day and it was snowing. And there's just like a foot of oh, snow shit. outside. I'm like, oh god, that's why it's so cold. <laughs> that's why I didn't <laughs> sleep well all night. Oh my god, <laughs> I love that. That's like the best sleep in the world. When you're cold, like you're you're warm in the blanket, but your face is freezing. Yeah, absolutely the best. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a reason our heater doesn't kick on until fifty five. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, I normally don't set my heater and except unless it drops below 60 in the morning. Sometimes I get a little bit chilly and have to put it on just that when I'm getting out of the shower. See, I'm a little baby, and in the mornings when it's cold, I don't want to get undressed to take a shower. And then when <laughs> I'm in the shower, I don't want to get out of the shower. Oh, yeah. no, yeah, it's always a struggle to get out. Ugh. Feels so good on my hands and feet. <laughs> yeah. So I have to I have to plan ahead sometimes, especially when it's an early morning the next day. I have to go. Okay, tonight you shower, and then you put on your <laughs> you put on your clothes for tomorrow, and then you go to bed. <laughs> I can't sleep in clothes, even if it's fucking no, me low, like negative degrees outside. I have to mm-hmm. sleep in fucking underwear and just heavy blankets. The best I can do is like gym shorts over yeah. underwear. Really? Like even yeah, if I'm exactly. even if I'm like uh, you know when I was backpacking and I got pretty cold and I just you know zip the zip the zipping bag up uh, sleeping bag up as much as possible and just dealt with it. <laughs> oh. I cannot sleep with the shirt on. I just the only thing I can't sleep with on is socks. Weird. See, I don't really like to sleep with socks on, but this time of year, I have to a lot of nights. So, Otherwise, my feet are so cold when I get into bed that it takes like an hour for them to warm up enough oh, to fall asleep. Oh, yeah. I get in bed with That's socks, fair. but the foot of my bed is just littered oh, with I my see. socks that I've kicked off the moment I got under the okay. covers. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I go to sleep with normal socks on, that's what happens. I have to so, switch to heavier duty socks. Do you guys not have hairy feet then? Less, less since I stopped wearing flip flops every day. They used to be I have like less a, hairy. Yeah, a little bit of hair, um, but not very much now. So, because I have uh, an amount of hair on my feet that if I wear socks to bed, the hair gets pulled and it gets tangled in the socks and it pokes out through the socks. Mm. And oh. I wake up with like like hair cramps. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I do. Like where the the follicles get hella fucking crampy, and it's just unpleasant. So, like, I literally, no matter how cold my feet are, I can't wear socks because of that, because of the hair on my feet. Interesting. So, I used to to wear flip-flops year-round, just about. Yeah. And that only stopped when I got a job where I had to wear closed-toed shoes. And uh, 
So in the like six years of having a job where I have to wear closed-toed shoes, and so I'm wearing socks all the time, there's a lot less hair on my feet. It's <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Which there I probably would, wouldn't I be to think... if I like kicked off my socks every day when I walked in the door. But it's like the calf thing. Like you guys probably have on the outside portion of your calf where there's no hair from pants. Yeah, maybe. See, mine aren't too bad. I don't wear. I wear pants for work, but they're like not super tight. Oh sure, and you're a big shorts guy. Yeah, so my calves actually aren't that bad. So I've always had big calves. I have kind of. I kind of have um, big thighs. So my thighs actually there's. <laughs> There's areas where there's not it's very much off. hair. Yeah, isn't that interesting? That's how that's how we're going to evolve is to have less hair just because of the clothes that we wear now. Yeah, the things yeah, that, you're that probably are right. Keeping us warm are the things getting rid of the things that used to keep us warm. Well, and I I feel like I read a theory a while ago that the reason that humans only have hair on their head is because of clothes. Hmm, that's interesting. I could see that. Hmm. Right. But you've never seen Zach's dad in the pool. That man does not actually need clothes. <laughs> yeah, I've got a kind of a sweater coming in. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, uh, yeah, he has a pretty good coat going. Actually, a couple months ago, I shaved my back. Not ashamed to admit it. Um, and it's coming back now. And I like I had gotten used to finally used to like just not having, you know, like hair there. Like my shirt was touching my skin for a little while and now it's coming back. And I was like, wait, like, is this what it looked like be- before or is it worse than it was before? Or am I just not used to it? I'm not sure. If you shave it, then feel- it is it is worse. Yeah, right. That's that's what I hear. And that's what I think. Yeah. I used to shave my back. I used to have like my mom or people I dated shave my back because I was too hot <laughs> and yeah. uh, I haven't done that in a lot of years maybe I ought to do that there's the weird part There's the, after you shave your back there's like a week later where all your shirts feel weird because you've got this stubble yep. sticking on your shirt yep. it's like a weird yeah, I, would, I would never yeah I would never want to try that they make these big, big razors, these big, long-handled razors, almost like a squeegee with a blade on it. That is so that you can shave your own back and reach every huh. portion of it. Yeah, I'm not there yet, but I might get there soon. You might end up there. Ooh. This is good wine. I don't know, man. Three thieves. Wolf, yeah. What brand was it again? This is Three Thieves Red Blend. Hmm. Interesting. Who are the three thieves? It's this, you, me, and Zach. This is the tale of the, <laughs> the master, the hustler, and the dreamer. Three rogues <laughs> oh, whose love... Oh, one of those ones yeah. where you like... Uh, yeah, okay. The love for the wine is rivaled only by their belief that great wine is not a pleasure reserved for kings, but rather a privilege of life. Oh, apparently the three guys who own this winery <laughs> call themselves the Art. three thieves. It <laughs> doesn't make me want to give them any money. Right? It kind of makes me want to steal their wine from the store. Right. <laughs> the four thieves, bitches. Ha! <laughs> you just tape a big four on it and then walk out the door. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that tickled me more than it should have. <laughs> Just explaining. You're explaining to Zach's dad as he chases you through the parking lot. No, see? It's four <laughs> He's taking off his shirt to show you his hair. <laughs> Which has now a four painted in it somehow. Yeah. Shaved in it. <laughs> I bet you. I, I just could got do that. chastised, you guys. Uh-oh. She didn't even have to say a word. She just came in and shot me a look because I just took ice out of the ice tray and did not replenish oh. it. Oh, I know, naughty man. I know. Now, meanwhile, we have half of a bag, a small bag of ice, still in the freezer. Now it's just got other shit on top of it. So it's not oh. like the end of the world. I just yeah. didn't want to deal with all of that bag <laughs> rustling while I was on the air. Sure. However. <laughs> <laughs> it's still kind of a fucked up thing to not. So there's still ice. Yeah. Yeah. See, what we've to... been doing is we've been, uh, I've got this really tall bowl and I've just been filling up. I have one singular ice tray and I've been making ice out of that and then putting it in the bowl and then, you know, replenishing it. And I've been really good about it until just now. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> my mom got her knee replaced last summer. And as part of the um, process for, for recovering from that, she had this thing that she strapped onto her knee, where and it was attached to a tank where you put a bunch of ice in this tank, and then it would take chilled water, and like it would go through the little thing strapped on your knee, and blah blah blah. You're icing your knee, but in a very cool way. I don't know, more efficient. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like air conditioning coil. Sorta, yeah. So she that that machine needed ice, and she needed to wear that thing with ice like all day long. And so the number one job for helping care for her during her knee replacement recovery was picking up ice because she went through all, at first she was like, oh, it's fine. I've got a couple ice trays in the fridge. (laughs) It it took about 20 minutes to realize that was not enough. So then she bought a countertop ice machine thinking that would be enough. And that wasn't even close to enough. Still not enough. So (laughs) instead I would drop off 40 pounds of ice at her house every other day. Oh my god! <laughs> because that was the only way to actually make sure she had enough ice for her little machine. Forty pounds—that's insane. Yeah, yeah. She, I, I lent her one of my biggest ice chests and put forty pounds of ice in it every other day, and, and that was her life. <laughs> Just Oof. ice in her knee, and now she's going to get the other one replaced this coming summer. So I'm. Oh really? It's gonna be my oh, my man. job again. Yeah, <laughs> buying ice all the time. Yeah, call you that. I feel like there's got to be an easier way. I don't know what it is. It's have a fridge but... that actually makes ice. If if she were to have a fridge that made ice, then I think she'd be fine. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I think I don't know because I have to depend on the fridge and how how good it is and the and frequency. All that. Yeah. Yeah, and like the size of the tray. Because I brined, I brined a turkey last year for Thanksgiving in an ice chest overnight, and part of that was just pulling ice out of my freezer to brine it so that the it would be thawed but not rotten by the morning. And uh, I seem to remember I had to go buy ice because our freezer couldn't make it quick enough. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah. We when when I lived at my grandma's house, she has a freezer that makes ice, and we would constantly have the opposite problem. Hmm. It would make so much ice that it would shut off. 
and oh. you'd have to go in and manually like undo it. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. It has like a little lever that switches, and when it's up, it just doesn't make any more ice, so you have to make sure that it's down, otherwise it will stop. It's supposed to just come right back down. Yeah. Interesting. See, that would have made that would have made sense. So it's, I think the we, fridge was broken. It, it's possible. It's, <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> yeah, we had so we went from a place where we had a fridge with an ice maker, which was great for making drinks, to then we moved to a place with where we had to use trays, and we were always running out of ice. Once we had to switch to ice cube trays, we were forever running out of ice. So then I started <laughs> just drinking things neat, or whether or not it was my choice. Because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like keeping my mixers in the fridge. I liked keeping them at the bar. But then... Oh, okay, yeah. So then, yeah in they, Chicago, yeah. they you can buy bags of ice for 99 cents from Burger King. And they have walk-up windows instead of drive-up windows. I mean, you could drive to them too, but you could also just walk up and order. So it was it was a routine thing to see people in the middle of summer just walking around with bags of ice that they had got from Burger King. Huh. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. That is interesting. So there's, that almost sounds like it's slightly different, but have you ever experienced the drive-up liquor stores in Arizona? Arizona? No. No. It sounds amazing. <laughs> It's it's just the liquor stores, almost all of them, are alone in a parking lot, and they have a place where you just drive up and you like honk your horn, or someone comes out and you tell them what liquor you want, and then they go inside and get it, and you have to give them money, and then you drive away. I feel like that would be perfect if I had an autonomous car. Right. <laughs> I would absolutely just like take a drinking tour of wherever the fuck I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Are you allowed to drink in an autonomous car? Probably not at this point. I don't think so. I, I mean, not any... until they're yeah, until it's fully autonomous. But like, I feel like if you're only driving like you know twenty miles away, because it's got a fairly good success rate now, right? Like, if you're not in the driver's seat, but are you allowed to ride in an autonomous car without being in the driver's seat? Is the question. See, I don't think you are at this point. And even yeah. if you were, there'd probably still be something where, since it's not been proven enough, you'd still have to be like not like sober yeah and i've heard that that a lot of the like so the tesla the new tesla has uh, a self-drive feature but if you don't like check in with it every like 30 seconds or a minute it like shuts that off hmm. so you have to be there like there are sensors <clears throat> on the steering wheel that you have to like check in with and let it know that you're still there and still yeah that's know. not perfect yeah Right. In fact, I think I don't know like how much they've updated it since then, but I think like a year or so ago, someone actually died because they were trusting it like fully. Yes. and they got confused with like it was a it was a semi, and the way the sun was on it or something, it got confused and it recognized it, and so he ran right into the back of it and died. Yeah, this guy was like a vlogger all about just Tesla self-driving so he was constantly doing vlogs so he there's yeah. film of the accident because boy i'm sure that's that. terrible publicity yeah they they've worked real hard to get past that but i'm reading an article on popular mechanics where someone says i took a tesla for a test drive and the road curved and the computer was like that curves too sharp for me i'm just gonna go straight yeah oh. <laughs> if so if you don't realize the car's driving into the bushes and then an ad popped up <laughs> 
If no one has cars driving into the bushes, you're going to end up in the bushes, and likely in handcuffs, if you've been indulging. (laughs) So, CJ, on a completely unrelated note to anything we've been talking about, (laughs) do you still chew tobacco? I do. I often will find myself randomly craving it. Oh, yeah. I... uh, yeah, and I like so I've only chewed a couple of times. I uh, the first time I ever tried it made me sick, but the the second time and the third time were both very pleasant. Um, and uh, but I haven't I haven't had any tobacco in my system for two and a half years at this point. But yeah, randomly, especially lately, since I don't have my other smoking thing. I will, I, you know, I'll just find myself randomly craving. I hear this a lot from from former smokers. Yeah, where it's like it's like you because what what you're craving, you're still craving the nicotine. Because I also hear from former smokers that you never actually are over smoking. Correct. You don't Correct. do it anymore, but you're not over it. And so it's a way to like almost not really, but almost just doing it once is a way to basically smoke a pack in 15 minutes and then be good for another few years. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, Zach has never tried any of the shit. So he's like, well, that's fun. (laughs) He's just burping into the microphone. Oh yeah. (laughs) My, my, (laughs) my extent with, uh, with smoking his cigars, which is like, Twice a year. I've been missing that. I've been, I've been missing that. meaning to, to pick up a pack of backwoods because I always loved a backwoods. I felt like Clint Eastwood. Um, <laughs> it tasted so good comparatively. Yeah, I just it just Clint Eastwood and all the man with no name movies was just smoking those those really roughly rolled cigars and I just oh. hitting them all but they're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Chewing on the nub all day long. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. When I used to work at the Halloween store, I would have to drive home to Stockton from Citrus Heights, and I would smoke at least one cigar, one backwood cigar, on the way home every single time. It's it's smells to me like uh, like pipe tobacco. Mm-hmm. It is pipe also tobacco. smells very good. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, it's black and miles, black and miles are black and, uh, yeah, specifically. Pipe so I used to freak black and milds before I smoked them. Used to what? Uh, which, yeah, it's a, a prison term. So every black and mild has a, a cardboard tube in the middle of it between the outside wrapper and the tobacco. Yes. So you empty the tobacco out of it, take out the cardboard tube, and put the tobacco back into it. Hmm. And it made it much, much nicer. You could inhale it without it making you nauseous. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. In fact, hmm. the the gentleman who showed me that learned this trick in jail, he said, back when you could still smoke in jail. And he had a method of, he would take a lighter to the plastic tip and melt it, but it would, like, right in the middle. So the the, the end of it was still a mouthpiece, but he would melt it and make it like an S-shaped mouthpiece. Like, the, it would it would elongate, but still be a tube somehow. And every single time I've tried that, I just melted a hole in the goddamn mouthpiece. <laughs> but, like, I, I watched him do it in front of me once, and he's like, you got to be careful here, and you got to do this. And then he pulled it, and it was still a tube, and I was like, what the fuck? Hmm. wonder if I could find an image of that real quick. So you, so you called it like freaking? Girl. Yeah. Freak, black, and mild. 
You can't do it with the wood tips. So you got to make sure you get the plastic tips. Correct. Correct. Wood tips don't melt; they just burn. There's a wiki. Oh, there's a bunch of videos on it. There's a wiki. Yeah, how. and a and a bunch of images even. Yeah, and you use the the tube, the plastic tube that it mm-hmm. comes in. Yep. Whoa. That seems what? like a whole lot of work. It was, but it made it immensely better. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, so it has nothing to do with the mouthpiece, but there is the wiki how for how to do the other part with the cardboard. I <laughs> yeah, and I can't. I've never seen anybody else do that with the mouthpiece except for that one dude. But I swear to God, it's possible. But if you try it yourself, you're going to ruin it. You're going to make it so you can't smoke <laughs> the black in my Well, luckily, they're only a dollar, so you can just get two. Right. <laughs> Does freaking a black and mild take away the flavor? I just smoked a f- cream, and it didn't taste like cream at all. No, it tastes like pipe tobacco. <laughs> Yeah, it must do that. Interesting. I keep not buying the cigars, but there's no real reason not to buy the cigars. I also have a well, bunch of... Well, because it's smoke, and smoke is bad news. Yeah. I also have a bunch of tiny cigars in the drawer of my bar, because when my wife got pregnant, my old boss gave me two packs of some little Hawaiian cigars. Really? That are like a backwoods or a black and mild, but like three quarters of the length. Oh, Interesting. But they've been in there for, I mean, my daughter's going to be two, so they've been in there for closer, close to three years, so they're probably not good oh, anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a little while. <laughs> I always I always feel a little weird buying Black and Milds or Backwoods or anything like that because I'm one of the few people who's not um, turning it into a blunt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Black and Milds are actually almost impossible to turn into a blunt but backwoods make very good blunts i believe it i mean i'm not doing swishers because i know that (laughs) i think swishers are also terrible they're only good for blunts (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you know it's uh it's a thing it's in fact i so I bought Black and Milds before I was 18 because I had a full beard. Um, and so one time I was 16 and I went into this place in Manteca, Union Station, and I bought my friend a pack of cigarettes and myself a pack of Black and Milds. Uh, and then every time I went in after that, they carded me hmm. until my 18th birthday. And I went in and I was like, yes, I'd like to buy a pack of Black and Milds. And he was just like, cool, and fucking sold it to me. Didn't even card me. And I was like, man. <laughs> <laughs> I bought I bought a pack of cools on my 18th birthday. Lovely. And uh, and it was uh, buy one pack get one free. And then I had some hobo outside because this was obviously I at the stroke of midnight I walked <laughs> into the store. Of course. <laughs> and so some hobo asked me for a cigarette on my way out, and since it was a two pack, I just gave him a whole pack of cools, and I made that guy's like weak. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was also a black guy. And he was like, oh, man, I didn't know white people smoked these too. Awesome. Thanks, dude. You were like, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know I wasn't allowed. Because <laughs> this, was, this was the thing. Like, I had the same thing, you know, like ordering in a bar before. The, the handful of times I drank in a bar before I was 21. Like, you just go in and you go, I'll have a beer, please. 
Yeah. They're like, well, what kind do you want? They're like, oh, that's not how they do it in the movies. They just ask for a beer. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I didn't think this through. Yeah, so like buying the pack of cigarettes was like, I'll have a pack of cigarettes, please. They're like, well, we literally have dozens. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be more specific. <laughs> I have to get way more specific. So I just said the first thing I saw. Uh, uh, cools. <laughs> Because I want to be cool. Yeah. I'd like a pack of cool space. Oh, shit. So when I was, uh, I went to Delta when I was uh, 18 and 19 and 20. And I was 19 and we had just done Laramie Project. And uh, my friend Brian Harrower, who is basically your job, but at McNair now. Yeah. Oh, is that where he is? Uh, yeah. I know Brian, uh, Brian Harrower. Oh, excellent. Lovely. So he was 27 at the time and I was 19. Um, and he, and this was way before Basil's became the the hip hop hangout that it is now. <laughs> it was like a quiet, like hole in the wall bar. And he was like, "Just come in with me, and it won't be any problem." And so we went in, and like nobody carded me. And the guy behind the counter was like, "What are you drinking?" And I was like, "Uh, the only drink that I could think of was rum and coke." I'll <laughs> have <laughs> <laughs> rum and coke, please. It's nice and safe. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, but I went in there multiple times, never got carded once. Thanks to Mr. Harrower. <laughs> I could see that. I've never been carded there. I get carded, lately I get carded more and more, and it's weird, but I think it's that they're cracking down. Yeah, I think so yeah. too, because I've noticed that also. I was drinking plenty of bars prior to being 21, and then it took until I was like 26 or 27 before people really started asking for my ID all the time. Yeah. I did have, I used to have, and I lost it when I lost my wallet. I used to hang out with this guy who looked enough like me. That, so he gave me his still valid Florida driver's license. <laughs> and that, that was my fake ID. And then one time we went to a bar together. We went to Shively's in Oakdale. And they carded both of us. And so we just were like, fuck it. So we both pulled out IDs that said Sean Close on it with like the same exact birth date. And... <laughs> Oh <laughs> and it went fine. Everything went fine because he just glanced at the year and didn't yeah. really care past that. But <laughs> man, I have the exact Oof. opposite story. So there was a, a kid that I looked like. Okay, in Chicago. They like I hung out with a bunch of people who were from Michigan, and this guy named Chris, randomly enough, what they called him the Boy Wonder because he was older than them by like four years, but he looked like he was twelve. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, but so he had this ID, uh, and they, my roommate and like everybody else, like were 21 and I was only 20 and they went into this bar with this guy first. And then I met them there. And one of my, my roommate came back outside with this kid's ID <laughs> and handed it to me. And he was like, no, trust me, just hand it to the guy. He won't even look. And I handed it to the guy and the guy was like, this guy's already inside. What are you fucking doing? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I literally just saw this guy like fucking 10 minutes ago. Like he even came out here and smoked a cigarette. He's like, you're not him. Like, uh, oh, <laughs> he stole my ID. Yeah. What is this? Yeah, no, it was bad. Oh my God. Uh, I used to drink in this bar when I was 18 called, uh, Zane's iron horse in downtown Sonora. Which every, all the locals called the Iron Lung, because to this day they allow smoking inside, and I don't know why. I don't know how they get around the law. Maybe it's just that they 
figure it's easier to keep their patrons happy and pay do you, a do fine. Do they sell cigarettes there? They do. That is how. Oh. So you can a smoke inside if you yeah, sell cigarettes. Yeah, sell cigarettes can smoke inside of doors. Huh. So like any cigarette shop, you can actually smoke inside of there if the owners are cool with it. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, this bar is still going strong. I I went there as recently, I think, as last year, and there's still just billows yeah, of smoke so coming out. Smoking away. Smoking away. And it's interesting. It's like, you know, it's going back to an earlier time because it's the only bar I know of where people smoke inside. Right. Well, the the Winchester in Stockton. People smoke inside. The Winchester. Where is that? It's on Country Club. Winchester. Stockton. On Country Club? Winchester's yeah. restaurant? Oh, oh it might, shit, that might be a place. Now, oh, but my it's a, God. I mean, it's a really fucking hole-in-the-wall bar. Oh, oh God, yeah, my grandfather loved that place. Oh, there. Because you could smoke inside. I've, <laughs> I've been there plenty of times. I've never seen anyone smoke in there. I've been in there a oh, lot. Really? Huh. Yeah, yeah I haven't necessarily seen anyone smoke. It is definitely a hole-in-the-wall. Have you guys... I they pool there. in that place. It, they, yeah. It's actually a pretty good place, and the food is not terrible. Have you guys ever been a little further down Country Club to a place called um, Jimmy's Place? No. No. I urge you. I urge you to go to Jimmy's Place. It's next door to a Chinese food place. So it's owned by a guy named Jimmy Rishwain, who is a local fixture. He ran for mayor in 2016. He was mayor of Stockton um, for one and a half terms in the seventies, I think. Okay. He was voted out of office because he was forcing them. Like, remember how our last mayor had a strong mayor initiative where he wanted the mayor to be able to do all these things and go around city council. Yeah. Jimmy Richwain did that. There's a reason that there's not a strong mayor in Stockton. And that reason is named Jimmy Richwain. Jimmy Richwain. Now, all his sons are doing great. You'll see the the name Rishwain plastered all over buildings all over the place because they are commercial real estate developers. Okay. And they're, okay. they're, they're doing great. But Jimmy, uh, Jimmy is an old drunk who just owns a bar. And this bar is full of, it's a hoarder's bar. There's a bunch of old magazines and boxes all over the place. It's plastered with campaign memorabilia from when he was running for office in the 60s and 70s. And he's just drunk all the time. And, like, it, it's just the bar's in bad shape. You can't get to the bathroom, or it doesn't work. If you need to go to the bathroom, you yeah. have to go knock on the back door of the Chinese food place and ask them. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking on I'm looking on the Google Street View, yeah. and it looks like a place that if I drove by it, I would assume it was closed. Yes, it sure. seems that way. Forever. From the moment you walk in, it seems that way. <laughs> <laughs> and even though there are taps and you look at the taps and you say, I'll have whatever a bud light. He goes, okay. And then he walks into the back room where there's a fridge and he gets a bottle of bud light for you because his tap system doesn't work. Yeah. He, uh, Oh my God. It's very, very interesting. I went in there once and I was one of, I was, (laughs) I've been in there twice. (laughs) I went once because <laughs> I was just walking around town and I saw that there was a bar open and I was like, Oh, I'll go try it. And so I went in and it was just, it was very interesting. And I left with a bunch of 
he gave me like a bunch of printed pieces of paper that were like articles from the record about how great he was, but from the record in the seventies, <laughs> photocopied. Jesus Christ! And so then I told my wife about it because I was dating her at that time. And so we went in another time and he did not remember me at all, even though this was like a week later. And again, we left with a whole bunch of photocopied things. And like, he was asking us to distribute some stuff. So he gave us like 20 copies. (laughs) (laughs) And this was before he had even mounted his campaign for mayor. But he doesn't remember you at all. No. Pass these things out for me, fella. Yeah. Have you been in there since? No, I have not. Oh, okay. Inspection findings. Hand sink lax hand soap. <laughs> Non-food contacted surface uh, details. Some clutter and dusty, greasy surfaces. Um, hard to reach floors have cobwebs and dust. This is like some ins- city inspection from when? Oh shit! From There's 2015. A, also an article in the in the record from 2016 about him. Yes, because that was when he was running for mayor. Oh, shit. Jimmy Rishwain. He's he's very interesting. I would urge you, if you ever just feel like stopping by, I think he closes pretty early, so you'd need to uh, you'd need to stop by around 7.30 or 8, 8 o'clock. I'm tempted to go in and ask if they're open, and when he says yes, be like, are you sure? <laughs> I feel like... I- get that even earlier than that. I don't know if I want to be at that hole in the wall after eight. You're not going to get jumped. It's just going to be awkward. Yeah, no, I'm going to mute for a eight. second. Sure. Okay. No, that's why I mean the awkwardness. Yeah. So, like this, this. Are you looking at? The, I can't deal with awkward. Are you looking at the article that says "still feisty" after all these years? Yes. <laughs> that is a picture taken of him in his bar, so you can kind of see all the old, old memorabilia oh, behind okay. him. The inside of the bar is not quite as shitty as I thought it would be. It's pretty shitty once you get there. <laughs> no, I, I expected, like... Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever go there unless someone drags me there, but I will remember this. Oh, it was in the 60s. It wasn't the 70s. It was, it was in the 60s. He got uh, he got ousted. Jesus He got Christ. recalled. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh yeah, and here it is. It's just exactly what I said. Feisty as he is, Rich Wayne brought a sheaf of position papers. Over the first 20 minutes, I'd ask him for a stand on issues such as crime, homelessness, and economic development. Rich Wayne would not answer. Instead, he'd combatively insist I read his papers. If you read this, it'll tell you, he said. Here, it's all here. Why should we talk when I've got it all here? I mean, oh, that stands yeah. to reason. That's pretty fair, I think. It's all here, bitch. I've read it. I've written it down. You read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh. it's very it's it's an interesting stop, and it, there's a lot of Stockton history involved in that. So when he dies, because he's pushing ninety at this point, when when he dies, it's it's gonna be interesting because he is absolutely a Stockton institution. The old timers in Stockton go, oh yeah, Jimmy Rishwain, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Now I'm thinking that's more of an excuse that he can't remember. I wrote it down. Read it. Yeah. <laughs> during during the 2016 local elections, I went to a bunch of the debates between um, mayoral candidates and city council oh, did candidates. You? I did. And uh, for the mayoral candidates one, back when it was um, b- before the primaries, when it was still like probably eight people running for mayor, he kept repeating. Um, it, apparently, it was something like his campaign slogan. 
They're looking for a job. I have a job. I just want to clean the city up. They're looking for a job. I have a job. He said it like 15 times during the debate. <laughs> Every time he's called on. Yeah. Just... And I and I couldn't help but, but think like, I know what your job is. It can't be very lucrative. I don't know how he's... Right. I'm sure his sons are like paying his rent or something. Or he just straight oh. out owns that property and he can operate at a loss based on his retirement or something. Right. Right. <laughs> They're looking for a job. I have a job. <laughs> They're looking for some balls. I have some balls. Exactly. That's the perfect fucking campaign for anything. They're looking for an answer. I have an answer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, what is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then, never mind. I have one. <laughs> They're looking for one. You're looking for one too. I have an answer. Yeah. Okay. Jimmy Rishwain. Certificate of recognition is hereby presented to Jimmy Rishwain, former mayor. To, for what? For being a mayor? <laughs> I don't know. I like I and, and it's partially because I'm biased, but I have suspicions of a person who who's named James and chooses to go by Jimmy. It's different if your name is born as Jimmy, J I M I or J I M M Y if that's your birth name. But if you're James and you choose to go by Jimmy, why? Yeah. Like what is it, you know, not that you're trying to hide anything, but it's like you're trying to make your name sound funner than it is, right? What's mm-hmm. going on? He ended up with Four percent of the vote in the mayoral primary, which only put him in fifth place. Fifth, fifth, you know. Out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and right in. So out of Four. nine, he ended up yeah, in fifth place. Fun. For an eighty-five-year-old, not bad, right? Because there were the three people who could have gotten it, and then there was Tony Finnegan. And then Jimmy Rishwain. So two different guys who owned bars also ran for mayor at that time. Ah, man. Tony. Tony Finnegan. Good old Mr. Manor. Yeah. Did he run as Tony Finnegan? No, he ran ran as Tony Finnegan Manor. Okay. I mean, that... (laughs) And you know what? He had had some really good views. It was not the time for him to run for that particular office, but I've talked to him since then a few times and said, like, I would enjoy it if you were in office. Yes, except for I would hate for his bar to suffer. Yeah, it probably Although, would. But uh, if I he liked pre- it much better when before it became big and popular. Yes, I agree with you. Yes. It used to be a good place to be. <laughs> and now it is an insufferable place to be. I ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever someone's yeah. like, we should go out, let's go to Finnegan's, I go, hmm, there's a lot of no. other options. Let's, let's figure yeah. out a different one. Right. Like, yes, they have a dress code and all that, and you have to be on the list, but, like, no. No, thank you. Like, and yeah. then they try, he tried to do the, the what, Whiskey Rebels. Yeah. Right? But that fell through, and now it's not even that anymore. Now it's a dim sum place or something. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, uh, I don't know. I, I appreciated it before, but I understand also that you can't run a business when you only get, you know, 10 or 12 people a night. Yeah. He's running a successful right, but, business. You can't fault him for that. It's just not a business I correct. want to go to. Well, yeah, exactly. exactly. Unless you have like a specifically quieter night, I will absolutely frequent your establishment on Wednesdays if you shut it down to everyone except for a fucking a select few. You know what? Finnegan's is still a pretty interesting place to go for lunch. Yes, they have the mo- They have the best corned beef sliders that I've ever had in my life, and they have. Uh, Unlimited mimosas for brunch. Oh, oh! I just meant the clientele. Like you go in there on a on a Tuesday at one, 
the clientele is very interesting. It's all old timers. Yes. Because yes. everyone else is at work, obviously. <laughs> right. It's retirees or fucking <laughs> career drunks. Yeah. Career drunks mostly. Yeah. There's this one guy with a beard down to his knees. It's just... <laughs> yeah. But I haven't been there for lunch in a long time because I started going to Basil's for lunch, which is similar, but... Um, closer to where you work. But closer to where I work and less um, Finnegan's. Right. <laughs> right. I, there's this one yeah. bartender at Finnegan's I used to hate. I hated him. We had... We had uh, we had little feuds going on all the time because he would do really? shit, and I'd be like, "Why the fuck did you do that?" And, uh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Was he was he a pretty dude? Kind of no face short hair. No, he looked like Tony Finnegan basically. He was oh, another big yeah. redheaded guy. I think I know who you're talking about. Long hair though. Mm-mm. Oh. Short hair, beard. I don't know who you're talking. He about. was some kind of football coach somewhere else. I have come to terms with him since then because we've we'd had words so many times that at some point, <laughs> at some point we had a good conversation when I was sober and the bar wasn't busy and we're, we're okay now. Because <laughs> <laughs> at Old Finnegan's it was impossible to get service, and then for me, yeah. so for some reason, it was extra impossible to get service. Well, you weren't a cute chick, exactly, or a blatantly gay dude, which depending on who mm-hmm. you hit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sleeping with anyone. I just want my beer. Right. <laughs> I think that should be the name of the this episode. I'm not sleeping with anyone. I just want my beer. <laughs> I actually like that. <laughs> that, that that's good. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I'll, it bumped. Send me some flan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still. I'm still, not that I'm butthurt. I'm I'm genuinely confused about what our listeners <laughs> thought that I said about Flan. I try not to take stances on anything ever, but I must have taken some sort of stance that our listeners did not appreciate. Three of them apparently didn't appreciate my stance on Flan, and they said that I know what I did, but I don't. 